Hello, hello, listener. Welcome to another episode of the Future Co. Podcast. I hope you're keeping up with this remarkable pace. I barely am myself. I realized recently that as I do these introductions, I rarely introduce myself. And that may be by design or default, I don't know. But let's make an exception to the rule. So, my name is indeed Alexi Letunen, and I work at Wonder Inc. as a content designer. And I'm the host of the Future Co. Podcast on most weeks, that is. Today I have joining me Veronica Fossa. Veronica is the founder and chief happiness designer at WeFactory, a food research and design studio. WeFactory collaborates with future-oriented and health-conscious conferences to design and develop holistic, multisensorial, inclusive and playful food experiences, which is a real mouthful to say, but it sure tastes good. And to tell you exactly how good, Here is Veronica, joined by myself and Alyssa Stoisolovic. Uh, so WeFactory is a food design strategic consultancy that combines food um, design and the workplace. And what we do is that we design experiences and services uh, with food for workplaces and work environments that can be also conferences. Sure, sure. So from exactly, I was going to ask. So from workplaces, you mean anything from office to seminars to conferences yeah, to bigger exactly, symposiums exactly. And, yes. and events? Yeah. So in the beginning, we factory was more of a um, food experience design agency that focused on on happiness, and the purpose was bringing people together around food. But um, along the way, I. Uh, I recognized that there was a big need in uh, workplaces because people felt, uh, in a way, really lonely. And uh, I understood that we food people could come together in a more intimate way. Sure. And I've always been fascinated about the way we work and also because we are really uh, an agile agency and we did a lot of remote, remote work. Um, I really started thinking how food could bring people together, even when they are working in different countries and they are far away from from each other. Sure, sure. And this, was it something that your background kind of led you to organically? Did you study something in the fields, or I understand you have a design design background yourself? So how did you? How did design and the world of food meet in your life? How did those two come together? So I have a master's degree in economics of entertainment and art. Okay. And I studied a year at the IDBM program at Alto University, the International Design Business Management Program. Right. But the food came in um, quite uh, in a big way into, into my life because a- as you live abroad very often you start the way that you bring your own country with you is through food. And mm. as I'm from Italy, food has always been a big part of me but I would say the first um, the first big um, encounter with food was through restaurant day sure so I did the first restaurant day here in Finland in 2011 and after that um, I organized four different events and at that point I thought I could be I could focus even more on food Right. And I was part of the Open Kitchen program during Helsinki World Design Capital in 2012. Right. Okay. Cool. So we, we actually have some restaurant day experience ourselves. Yeah, as well. we, we, we do. <laughs> we were, we've been hands on at restaurant day, and, and for those who may be listening who are not aware of what what restaurant day is, uh, it was founded actually in Helsinki. Yeah. And it started as an opportunity to give everyone the opportunity to serve and share. A food experience related to whatever you chose. So you might, you may have chosen to do something from your, let's say, if you're a foreigner, something from your home country, or if you um, wanted to experiment with something, you could do something radically experimental, and you c- would be served through 
the window of um, somebody's home, perhaps, or out on the sidewalk or the street. And the beautiful thing about it is it has progressed within Helsinki now. A lot of it is based in the parks, and you can go and, and experience a lot of things in a very short amount of time. But it is also scaled globally. And so the beauty of it is that it was founded here, but now you can find Restaurante and the concept of Restaurante in many cities around the, around the world. So it's very cool that you had the opportunity to partake in Restaurant Day, and then you have scaled your own interests in food and, and where you've taken it in terms of also the World Design Capital event and then beyond. Um, one of my curiosities re regarding food design is that um, within design itself, it's always been kind of bubbling under, let's say. And there was a period of time where it actually came came up and had a lot of awareness, and then it got quiet again, and then a lot of things happened in the culinary world. What has your experience been in terms of um, your your own desire and aims for moving food forward within the design context and in the work organizations you're working with? Yeah, um, so I think uh, food design is still some kind of uh, confused, like uh, the general public has some difficulty to understand uh, the need of it and the impact it can have. Uh, so I think there are different ways of looking at food design. You can look from a product perspective, you can look uh, from a packaging, uh, from a different perspective, obviously. And uh, from my own perspective, it's a combination of marketing, strategy, uh, it's a combination of culture, because food is mainly it's mainly culture. Um, and within the workplace, uh, food for me is, um, is a starting point for a deeper conversation. It brings people together. And um, also, as businesses can be seen as families, it's a way to really associate food uh, and the work in that workplace with a certain culture and with a certain uh, philosophy. So that's, that, that's a way to look at it. It's a combination of different things. Mm. When you, say, when you say food design, and you mentioned there that perhaps some people's perception might be or for perhaps for consumers in particular, their per perception might be about products and the design or the packaging or whatever. What does food design, I mean, you mentioned marketing and strategies behind it and all, but what is it, what's everything that is included in food design for you? If you had to like define it in a nutshell, what would it, what would it be for you? Um, yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, in a way, as I said, for me, food design includes many things. It includes the experience design, the designing the experience um, of eating something. Um, that includes also atmospheric design. It includes the vibes. It includes um, the food itself, what the food, the ingredients that come together, how it comes, how it's prepared, and how it's served to you. Um, so. In a way, like it's um, the easiest way is actually to look at at examples like conferences or um, in which in which basically what we do is that we we look at what the conference does and which kind of vision it has and what it wants to convey to the audience and then we start from there. Mm. Um, but something that um, kind of the the bottom is also is always that. Uh, food for us is education. We want to educate people to eat, to eat better, to eat local, to be sustainable as much as possible. So that's the starting point. And then from there, we just work side by side with conference organizers to actually deliver their message in a more uh, impactful way. Right. Has that has that been? Uh, how has that experience kind of 
how does that differ for you between say an intimate studio like or um agency kind of vibe as we might have here and then a big big symposium like i saw some of the images for example for this uh design for europe project that you guys had done i mean that was a very big large scale event yeah yeah how's the how's the experience different or is it different do the same principles apply yeah in a way the same principles apply um the difference is of course that at a uh, at a conference you have people who don't know each other coming together mm. Uh, while at a, at a workplace, the same people come together every day. So, of course, the challenges, in a way, are different and the way that you want to bring people together are different because at a conference, people don't know each other and the main... The goal for us is actually to make sure they come together in a, an intimate way that they feel comfortable. Because very often at conferences, I notice that unless you're a sort of a renowned person and you have this written your name tag, if you are... Uh, miss or misses nobody like you know it's much more challenging for you to get to know people and that's that should be the purpose of live events right because there is so much information out there we can uh, learn through uh, videos and uh, free courses and so on so um, all these live events should bring people together and through food we really want to uh, foster that kind of uh, community yeah, yeah. feeling and facilitate the yeah exactly people getting to know each other and, mm. and so forth. What is your experience and your goal when you take We Factory? <laughs> um, when you take We Factory into organizations or more corporate environments or workplaces, and what are some of the outcomes that you could share with us? Yeah, um, so in a way, um, it's uh, it's challenging. Um, the first thing, what we are doing a lot is to educate the consumer about the need of uh, eating uh, better food and uh, eating together if that doesn't happen. And uh, But also con taking into consideration the layout, the space, mm. um, how people work. Um, so at the moment, we are really like sharing a lot of information about the need of eating together. Uh, we are doing a lot of research and uh, we are talking with different corporations about uh, creating some sort of programs uh, in which we take into consideration the employee journey. We take into consideration the meetings, how they are designed, um, the different type of food products that exist within the workplace and if they could be better. Uh, so there are lot, lots of different conversations going on. When I think about my day-to-day -day journey through, let's say, our agency environment and, and the food and the structuring of bringing food into the office or going out for lunch, um, it's very common that, let's say, one can easily fall into a similar routine and maybe not think about these things or be conscious of them. How has your work help to, let's say, bring more awareness or consciousness to daily choices and activities related to food? Yeah, it's, um, I think it's, uh, in a way, it's up to the single person and then that is combined with the type of habit you want to create in the workplace. Um, depending on the on the climate, we also, I, I also try to uh, take people outside of the work environment because as human beings we are very much people of, of habit and unless we are we can't stand that situation anymore we don't want to change because we really fear we really fear change so it's um it's really collaborating side by side with uh, those people in the workplace that are in charge of uh, human resourcing, resources and uh, human development and then from there really like 
creating some kind of um, little triggers that can create different situations that can be like lunch together, that can be breakfast meeting or different different type of situations where people come together. Mm. We had a chance to talk before we jumped live into the podcast now. Um, and we spoke a little bit about the, the differences of how bringing food into culture or bringing traditions and rituals into the workplace where you might be eating collectively and sharing the experience related to food, how it it can be radically different in a startup or let's say in Silicon Valley, they're very well known for providing food throughout the course of the day to their employees. What is your experience or how have you seen the this opportunity shifting in terms of how it's perceived and, and the value it brings and, and successful outcomes for, let's say, better employee engagement and happiness or? Yeah, uh, as we are also in uh, Christmas, season and there are lots of Christmas parties at the moment going on. Um, I think uh, what we are trying to do is to um, kind of elevate the ordinary lunch situation into uh, and make it some kind of like regular thing um, and I think where people come together and the the, the outcome of it is of course like looking at the um, uh, at the value of it like into uh, and considering that it can be an opportunity to eat better food, it can bring um, people together. Um, it's really, it's it's a way to start a conversation. So for corporations, it's also like a way to look at, uh, at lunch as an important and a really um, underrated opportunity. And not just one thing that can happen once a year as during a Christmas party and then nobody cares about it anymore. Mm. Alyssa mentioned uh, rituals and uh, kind of even cultural practices that we have asso- that we associate and that we perform on a daily basis, whether it be at the office or at home. And I grew up in a very international environment as a child, and I remember, I remember in grade school already when the lunchroom would kind of organize in terms of what you were eating according to the country from where you were from. So, for example, people from a certain country might always have a packed lunch with them. They would always bring food from home. Whereas people from another country would buy stuff there, some people would mix and match. And I'm sure you've traveled quite a bit and you have a background in Italy and then you've lived here as well and in Sweden. Um, What impact does kind of nationality and all the traditions and cultures that you might bring from home to the workplace have on on the kind of whole food experience or the kind of whole thing that has to be taken into consideration when designing? for food, if you will, what what impact does uh, yeah, that kind of culture have? Yeah, that's a, that's a really, that's a big question, but also like um, culture has a, has a huge impact. I mean, uh, food is very much related to our own culture. It's related to our upbringing, uh, to our travel, travelings, and it's, uh, it's a, as well like uh, memory. And as you said, you, there are some cultures that, um, that have the culture of packed lunch, like, uh, you know, if you think about Japanese yeah, culture. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and in a way, like, uh, if you have um, a business where there are lots of international people, it can be it can be uh, an easy way to uh, to introduce all the team members to the new employees um, culture uh, on culture. Just um, 
a few months ago, I interviewed a chef in, I was in Moscow for uh, for a conference, and uh, I met a chef who used to be a corporate chef. And one of the initiatives that um, he promoted in the workplace was uh, that every new employee would cook for everybody in the office. Uh, I wrote about it in the We Factory um, blog, where we have a, um, a section called Workplace Wisdom. Um, and this was like this initiative was uh, for him a way to uh, to make everybody comfortable and everybody um, familiar with the other people's tradition. So it's a really simple way, but it has it has so much impact. I think it's really that's really beautiful. I wish we had a kitchen. <laughs> we have. Well, we, well, we have to get a, a little bit more equipment. Yeah, true, you should be one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love this idea. You know, like hearing that experience where that I can reflect on some of my own experiences living abroad and, and having these moments where we, we actually used to do the same thing. We would, a group of friends, we're all different backgrounds and different countries we're residing in where we came together and cooked for one another. And it was some of, some of the most amazing moments and memories and having those experiences because it would start with the cooking and it could last for hours because regardless, you know, depending on what you're cooking, but that everyone was there and pitching in and... and the connection that you have with people over food is can be very deep in those circumstances and moments. And I would, now that I recall it, it's actually one of the greatest memories for myself. I would agree, and I think I think that's um, well. It's kind of logical that it makes sense, and that something like that organically happens in an international environment when we have different cultures to share and to discuss and introduce to one another. But it's a shame if it doesn't happen nationally as well almost within the same group of people because i'm sure that we as finns and yeah just generally as finns have a very different experience of food and depending on how we've been brought up where we've been brought up geographically and just various other things schools we've attended and and that entire experience so it is in a sense a shame if kind of internationality is the only feature which brings that up but i'm sure then another way to get around that and to foster those more local kind of moments of engagement would specifically be through through workplaces yeah. yeah definitely yeah what would you say if um if someone was listening today and they were curious about <laughs> it and and they, it might be new for them let's say an organization or a company what what are the things that you would need to share with them to help them understand what the value is or help onboard them with the experience um so Food is a really immediate thing. Everybody eats. We need to eat to um, support, sustain ourselves. Uh, but just because it's such an obvious thing, it's uh, such an underrated um, part of our daily life. Like it, it doesn't, um, it doesn't have as much space as it should. And uh, for workplaces, it's a, it has an, imme- an immense value um, that bring, it brings people together. It really uh, kickstarts a conversation. It, ha- it can help uh, businesses uh, face challenges and uh, talk about um, what they want to achieve and uh, but most of all, of course, when people are happier and when um, they work much better. So it's also in terms of you know success and retaining talents, um, and it's about business success in the end. Does it have something to do with uh, playfulness? I was reading on your website that you do you mentioned that word a lot. Incidentally, we had a gentleman on the podcast a few weeks ago who has written a book on this whole idea of a playful office. Um, 
And I actually wrote as a note here that as a child, I was told never to play with my food. But now all of a sudden, as an adult, you seem to be advocating for it. <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> what's, what's happened there? Like, what's the, what do you mean by, by play in context of food? Yeah. Well, uh, to start with, uh, when we play with food, we never throw it away. Mm. For me, like food waste, it's, uh, it's a big issue. And uh, we make sure that we, it's never thrown away. So a um, few of the values that um, we use in every project are uh, play, empathy, and trust. Um, so we play with play. We just manage to create that kind of context where people feel comfortable to be themselves. And uh, an easy an example is um, I did a project in uh, in kindergartens in Italy um, where teachers, uh, janitors, and uh, cooks came together. And because they have different roles. Um, they, I had to create some kind of like common ground for them to come together and work together and co-create the the experience. Uh, so in a way, like food was a useful and uh, a really easy tool to make them play. So I asked them to draw and I asked them to, um, you know, do different type of exercises. And by doing that, we understood that everybody can be creative and that everybody has a voice. So if you want to put it, you can also put it in a different way. And because we played and because people understood that they had a voice, we sort of um, everybody came on the same um, level, like mm. there was no uh, hierarchy. Uh, everybody had a voice, and that was a really powerful thing. Great. And that's a great way to end. Um, if people want to read more about what you guys do, and I know you do keynote speeches as yeah. well, I'm sure they can find more information about that online. Yeah. And uh, yeah, thank you for coming in this morning, and all the best going forward. Thank you for the invitation.